You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome to BetQL Daily. Aaron Hawksworth, Nick Ashew, Jim Rodriguez, a.k.a. J-Rod with us. We'll have Brad Spielberg. Spielberger of PFF on at 11. And of course, we're going to get into a little NFL, a little MLB here. Gosh, so yesterday we put together a three-leg parlay. I missed it by one leg, Nick. Bummer. It's what happened. You wanted to make that four, too. You wanted to make it yeah. four leg. You're like, no, no, stay with three. Stay with three. <laughs> I'm telling you, once you start getting into anything past three, it's dangerous. But this is the problem with parlays. They, You know how it is. They tempt you. You justify why it makes sense. And then you come up just short. And they're the most frustrating thing ever. A three-team parlay is like a three-team parlay is like a bad pickup line. It works once, and then you keep doing it, and you keep doing it, and you keep, and then it doesn't work. But it worked once. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> uh, or I've heard the comparison: parlays are like junk food. They're just bad for you. You should stay away yep. from it. But sometimes you, you really just are craving a little junk food, and you want to do it. And that yeah. was me yesterday. It was all right. Uh, two out of the three hit. So hopefully you tailed those individually and weren't a dummy like me and put it in a parlay. But how'd you guys do? Any any bets yesterday? Any thoughts on anything that happened? Some upsets again. The A's beat the Astros. The Nats beat the Dodgers. It's kind of hard for me to wrap my head around those two series. Two of the worst teams in baseball up 2-0 in their respective series. J-Rod, you're shaking your head. Are you surprised by this as well? Yeah, I mean, I, I live in Miami, but I'm originally from L.A., so I, I would consider myself a Dodger guy. The Dodgers win eight in a row. They sweep the Giants. They have a million-game lead, and, they, and, they're, and they're looking at getting swept by the Washington Nationals. It just goes – I mean, they hung, they hung the first loss of the year on Tony Gonsolin. You know, it's, it, that's the part of playing 162 games. Um, and clearly, maybe there's a little bit of a letdown. Maybe the Nationals are trying to show off, you know, a little Juan Soto, a little guys before for the trading deadline. But it, yeah. it is pretty amazing, you know, that the Dodgers have lost two in a row. But the bet that made a lot of sense for me and worked was the Mets money line last night. You know, Jordan Ooh, Montgomery, the yes. Yankees, he, the Yankees are nine and eleven straight up when he starts. So it made a lot of sense for me. I just rolled with the Mets, and and Ty- Taiwan Walker, as usual, was solid. I don't, yeah. I don't know what to make of the Nationals anymore, Aaron. I don't know what to make of this Nationals team. They're a triple-A uh, team. Off, That's what they are. But it, Well, <laughs> first off, it's weird for me to hear my Nats talked about in such a negative light the way they've been, though they deserve it because they're not very good. The problem is here, now they're beating the Dodgers twice in a row, and I'm going, well, what, wait, are you trying to lose games? Are we maybe – you know what? The Maybe Pirates, the the Pirates Pir- swept the Dodgers this year. So the Dodgers are, are very – it's it's clearly who they're playing is, is, is the level of, of, of their effort, I would think. 
Well, listen, yeah. it is mid-July, so they're probably just looking around at this point going, eh, it's a couple of games against the Nats. Who cares? And they're just bored. They all want days off, and they don't have them. And it's dog days of summer, as we know. We're not quite into the important games yet for the Dodgers. So, yeah, maybe the Nats are just sneaking up on them. Though I am excited. I'm happy because Juan Soto is still a National as of today, uh, so I can savor every moment of him in a Nationals uniform as long as I can get. So, Where do you guys think he ends up? I feel like it's the Padres. Padres? Yeah. The Padres keep getting thrown around, and they've got the assets to to just give the Nats whatever they want. And the Padres aren't in a really great stretch of baseball overall right now, so that can make a team even more desperate. It's like when I talk about the Knicks being ultimately the most desperate team for Donovan Mitchell, they're going to be willing to pay a little bit more than maybe any other team because of their desperation. Uh, The Padres could get thrown, not to that degree, obviously, of where the Knicks are, but some that mindset can creep in a little bit if you're the Padres as well, going, you know, we had this extra bat. We don't need any yeah, we don't need any more prospects. Who cares? We're going for it now, although apparently they're looking to give like two or three major leaguers to the Nats as well. So they would be taking some guys that are on the, you know, everyday roster that might be going over to Washington, but it it feels like it might be the Padres who are going to end up being the most aggressive right now. Yeah, A.J. Preller, the GM of the Padres, he has pulled big deals at the deadline before. The Mets are the favorite, but it doesn't make any sense that they would trade him within the division and have to see Juan yeah. Soto come in and, you know, 19 times a year or 13 times a year when they go to the balance schedule oh. next year. Yankees are the second favorite. The The one that I keep hearing from people – and. They are the Astros. Very quietly, Jim Crane, he's got money. They are looking to finally get over the hump for Dusty, for that town, maybe win it without that asterisk. I keep hearing Houston in the mix. And, and depending where you shop, they're 10 to 1 to get Juan Soto. Also remember a couple of years ago, the Astros were in play for Bryce Harper. They made a huge offer for him. That's true. Gosh. But the Nats were too stupid I, to a, make that trade, and they let him go value. for nothing, Jake. I'd like to not talk about that either wasting their time. They could have gotten something, but Rizzo wasn't allowed to trade him, and then ownership gave right. him a low-ball offer, and then he left for nothing. So, good job. That's It's it's when ownership creeps into the mix is when everything goes wrong. The Padres are the favorite at 2-1 to one where I'm looking right now. Dodgers are the second favorite, and then it's the Cardinals and the Mets and the Yankees. So, you know, interesting one, the Mariners in there. Mariners are a team that gets yeah. thrown around. A lot of teams, a lot of teams. You got the assets, and you want – what, who somebody that could be a generational talent if, if he continues to have the trajectory of his career that he's having in Juan Soto, you're going to get a lot of teams. It's going to be talking about a, a haul for Kevin Durant or Donovan Mitchell. You're going to get a lot if you're the Nationals for Juan Soto. And yeah. it's a real weird a deal for Juan Soto because he's actually under control for the next two years. He's arbitration eligible, yeah. but he really can't become a free agent until 2025. So, you're yeah, you're, you're mortgaging a lot. But you've got a guy that at least for a couple of years you can control with arbitration. Yeah. I just can't imagine if, what if like Soto does go to the Mets and then the Nats are just staring at Scherzer or Soto. Like they're just destroying them. That would be terrible in the same division. That would be crazy. Rizzo, Let's talk Rizzo about the Subway Series. Exactly. <laughs> Uh, Subway Series, Stanton placed on the 10-day IL. He's got some Achilles tenderness, so the Yankees are going to need Aaron Judge more than ever. He hit a home run. That was a good game yesterday. Some of the biggest players stepped up on a big stage. I love the Subway Series. 6-3, the final for the Mets. Max Scherzer on the bump today, so we'll get to that later in the show at 11:20 when we go over the MLB card. 
Um, Otani, he hit a home run yesterday. So the NL MVP odds. J-Rod, do you have any bets um, when it comes to NL MVP? Now, they call it a homer. Same. Call it a homer. But mm -hmm. now that he's back off the IL, I'm Mookie Betts. I'm rolling with Mookie Betts all the way because Mookie plays in Hollywood. He's been, he's showing out in terms of uh, his participation in the all-star game. He's putting himself out there. Something, you know, he won a, an MVP in Boston just out of pure talent, but now you've got that Hollywood. You've got a championship team like he had in Boston. He's got, he's a five tool player. I like Mookie Betts a lot. If I was going to lay a little action, I would go with Mookie. All right. Uh, how about the Cubs continue their win streak of six? I know Mario had to put this into the headlines. He's a Cubs fan, right? Our producer Mario filling in for Paul Aspen. Um, Hap and Contreras both expected to be traded, and then the Cubs did beat the Pirates yesterday. 4-2 was the final in that one. Um, any thoughts on Hap and Contreras, J-Rod? Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Well, again, when we talked about Soto being the favorite to go to the Padres, well, Happen Contreras, the Padres are talking about them as well. Maybe it's one of those, if we can't get Juan Soto, we're going to go after this. You know, they, they need some punch. And they have, you know, a, a, hap, and a hap and motivated Contreras kind of work. But I've also heard, I heard Contreras and Robertson, they're going to, they could possibly package them and then send them to the Mets. Could, which could happen, you know, mm. hopefully put them over the top. So there's a lot of wheeling and dealing with the, with the trading deadline going on next week. But clearly, Wilson Contreras is the prime person that everyone's going to be talking about in terms of trades other than Juan Soto. And, you know, I think the Padres, if I'm a Padre fan, I'm excited because I keep hearing they're going to make these trades. Listen, the Dodgers are gone. That, that horse is out of the barn. You're, you're, you're At this point, you're trying to settle up for a wild card try to get a home game for that first division series you know just like what the Yankees are doing now with Stanton's on on the IL you know for them remember mm -hmm. they're two games ahead of Houston for the best record in the American League and one game ahead of the Dodgers for the best record in baseball so it's all about home field advantage and that's what the Padres are doing and trying to put themselves in the best position because their offense is woeful yeah great pitching offense needs a lot of help and plus the Padres such high expectations last season super disappointing it's like that poor fan base, you know, it's there's nothing worse than there's when there's all this hype around your team and then they're just mm -hmm. so hopefully for that fan base, San Diego can get. Hold on, what are done. they, Aaron? How Do about, that again. They're what? They're what? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How about the Orioles, though? I am not betting against the Orioles. They started off the season terribly. They beat the Rays. I had the Rays money line in that three leg parlay. But the Orioles above 500 now, and they're playing like a really good team since what, late May? So I guess I'm going to just stop feeding the Orioles because 
they're legit. They're tired of being a joke is what it is. They're tired of everybody making fun of them. This, this is a team with absolutely no expectations, and all of a sudden they figured out how to play good baseball. They're ahead of schedule. I mean, this was not supposed to be a team that was over 500 the way that they are at this point in the season. But let's see where they are at the deadline next week. This is how you can kind of tell what an organization's mindset is, obviously the rest of the way and where they are heading into the offseason. Because Trey Mancini is likely on the trading block as well, and they could get a lot from Mancini in return. And look, they got one of the best farm systems in Baltimore. And this team in a couple of years is going to be really, really good. They weren't expected to be this good right now. And I understand that we don't talk about like tanking as much in baseball as we do maybe the NBA or even in some ways the NFL. But they might be looking around going, wait, 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 wait. We, we don't need to win this much yet. Hold on, hold on. Let's get some more young talent first. Then we'll do this in like a year or two. So look, you got a long-term plan in Baltimore like you do in you know, Pittsburgh is another example of an organization that's like we got – we're seeing it way down the road. But Baltimore has been a nice surprise. And for a fan base that has been just really tortured for a maj- the last, you know, two decades other than a few years under a Buck generation, Showalter. yeah. Yeah, I mean, really, you're right. It's, it's like it, – it, there's two decades of gen- – what is a generation technically? Because I say, if I, hang, if I say two decades, okay, so it's close. So, decade. Right, so if I say two decades, yeah. <laughs> I'm so making up the rules right now. 25 years. That's it. That's it. <laughs> so it's close. And it's, it's tough. It, so this, is, this has been like this little silver lining for this fan base this year with them. I and know. For the it has happy, been. For the happy better, the Orioles are the third most profitable team in baseball this season. Buying the Yankees and the Mets, it's the Orioles. So you're going to win money when you bet on them. And they did it again. Just ask me. I lost going against them. Uh, let's pivot to the N- NFL. Big story here. Julio Jones signing a one-year deal with the Bucks. I just don't know. What are we going it, to – if this was a few years ago, it would have been like, ooh, but I don't know what we're going to get from Julio Jones um, at this stage in his career. But I'm sure Tom Brady is excited to have a new shiny toy to throw to. That's actually what works with this, right? Because you're not expecting big-time performance from Julio Jones anymore. It's go out there and maybe get you a couple catches a game. You know that he's still going to be respected by defense to a point. You know he's a big target. You know what he's done before. But when you start getting guys late in their career, like the position that Julio Jones is in where it's all about, all right, he's not going to go out there and do what he used to do when he was in his prime, one of the best receivers in the NFL. Brady knows how to maximize everybody's talent. I mean, that's what makes him so great. And with all the weapons that they, again, have on that offense, it's like nothing goes wrong for Tom Brady ever. I mean, anywhere in his life, you know, in his career. It's just like guys just flock to play with him. He's got a model wife. He's a freaking billionaire. She's a billionaire. They're just sitting back. He's already set up. Hasn't even retired yet. He's going to get $37 million a year to call games. We don't even know if he's good. There is nobody that has a better life then Tom Brady. And then he just continues and continues to pile up all the good luck. I don't know where that four-leaf clover is and where he's keeping it, but clearly the luck just continues to fall in Tom Brady's lap. That receiver room in Tampa Bay is obnoxious right now. I mean, if you get a healthy uh, Chris Godwin, there's Mike Evans, there's Russell Gage, there's Julio Jones. Remember, I think it's a bigger deal than people make it. Remember, Julio was in an offense where they didn't throw the ball in Tennessee. It was Derrick Henry Mm, and a cloud of dust. Now they're going to throw the ball. You know, he had one touchdown last year. I think he's going to have more. And I don't know if, if it's going to move the number, but remember the Bucks over under wins is 11 and a half. I think Julio could only help that. I think it's going to be huge. I I would I could see Julio having at least five, six touchdowns in that offense. And that's a great point because even Tom Brady made Antonio Brown look good, which is really 
hard to do. Uh, hopefully Julio doesn't uh, leave the team like AB did, but still, I mean, great point. Uh, he's going to get the ball and he's probably going to look like a rock star and put up some big numbers. So mm -hmm. and don't forget Rob that. Gronkowski will come out of retirement like week 10 anyway. So just add another weapon to that offense. Once Gronk comes back and yeah. feels like playing football again. So it just, it all works yeah. out for Tom Brady. It all works out. I mean, it's not a bad situation. Oh, it looks like they're going to win another Super Bowl. Okay, I'll come out of retirement and get myself another ring, play a few games. No big deal. It's not a bad thing. All right, Trey Lance. Show WWE and then, and then win a Super Bowl. Perfect. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> another lucky guy, Gronk and Tom Brady. They've both had it uh, pretty good. How about Trey Lance? This is his team now, um, according to Kyle Shanahan. We talked about this a bit yesterday. I still don't know what I'm going to see from him, but we had, you know, a guest on who was really high on him, thinks he's going to, you know, strong arm, going to be a really good player. But still, I mean, the sample size is just so small for me to know really what 16. we're going to get because he, yeah, he 16. just doesn't have a, he's essentially a rookie to me. I don't know if I'm buying into the hype and the fact that they've made this decision so quickly. Yeah, I mean, you know, for all that Jimmy G has done for that organization, I mean, almost got him into a damn Super Bowl with one arm last year. It's kind of crazy that 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 they that they're doing this now and they're not going, you know, try to run it back with with a healthy Jimmy G, but I guess at some point you have got to turn the page and you've got to move forward and that's why they drafted him. The one thing that I've been talking to people which would be a great prop considering Trey Lance cuz again, to your point Aaron, we don't know. We don't know what we're going to get from, from him. You know, six games, five touchdowns. But rushing yards, Kyle Shanahan's offense has mobility for the quarterback. So I would look at any sort of props for, for Trey Lance rushing yards because he might be able to get some value, might be able to make a dent there in that offense. All right. We're going to keep moving it forward. Off the board is Nick, Nick, Nick Ashew, Aaron Hawksworth, J-Rod.